Hi, Rudy. Thanks for accepting this meeting. Uh, won't you take a seat? Uh, what what meeting? We we record this remotely. I'm in my room. <laughs> That's great. How are the wife and kids? Does does Cheryl still make that delicious apple pie? Oh, I hope you saved me some. Who's Cheryl? That's not my wife's name. <laughs> excellent excellent that is that's great uh, classic rudy uh give my love to cheryl anyway rudy i wanted to talk to you today about something that is sort of serious right okay you see i've been talking to the marketing boys about the podcast which they love by the way marketing boys we have a marketing team do we no, oh, of course we do. And, and anyway, they, they have concerns that we're starting to do more sketches and move away from the, giving the hard-hitting gaming news and reviews. Indeed, they're, they're worried about our listeners being put off by all the zany sketches that we've been putting out. You know, last month we had a Silence of the Land skit all about me being damaged by the cyberpunk release date. <laughs> skit? I mean, I actually had to visit you in a psychiatric facility. You know, there were files <laughs> and stuff. Or, or that time we became wrestlers and we tried to get listeners that way. That was you, and I got beat up doing it. I still haven't coaxed my left testicle out. But what about the time we let, let that goose into the studio? Well, that was comedic genius. Come on, let's face it. Anyway, the top brass have been chatting, and we probably need to move away from, from that kind of sketchy material. Why? Well, you know, this is a gaming podcast for gamers, and gamers want to know what we've been playing. Even if it's the same game we played in the previous episode. They want our hot takes on the latest gaming scandals. They want to know what we've purchased from retro shows and fairs. And what our favourite 90s console was. You know, 16, 32-bit. Ooh. They don't want a gaming podcast where we create our own political party and run for office. Look, you know, that, that would have worked if you hadn't split the electorate with your rival party in the end. Ugh, details, Rudy, details. Anyway, the point is that we want to elevate the Jambags brand, and to do that, we need to stop with the silly sketches and pretend meta-pop culture gaming references and homages. We need to be more like the competition. I mean, how do we sell the Jambags gaming podcast? How many young gamers would know a Silence of the Lambs homage anyway? If it didn't launch on Netflix last week, it's already been forgotten about. Well, I mean, I can I can see your point, Dante, but I mean, the thing is, is that it's not really up to me, is it? What do you mean by that, Rudy? Well, I mean, it's, you know, you don't need to talk it to me, do you? You need to be talking to, you know, Gary the Gamer. Ga- who? Gary the Gamer? Hey there, Dante. It's a me, Gary the Gamer. I like playing video games and getting outraged. I like the Jambells podcast as it is. I no need for change. In fact, I fear change. No, 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 Rudy. This is exactly the kind of thing I'm talking about. You can't have a puppet on the podcast. Who are you calling a puppet, you SJW cuck? Whoa, Whoa. Dante. Looks, looks like Gary is a pretty entitled alt-right gamer. Uh, good thing you aren't female, eh? Anyway, still, might want to tread a bit more carefully around Gary, yeah? What? Why do we even have a puppet? How's that going to work in a medium that's based purely on sound? No one but me can even see him. That's because you've got him in front of the webcam. I don't think so, Dante. I mean, I'm a real gamer just like you. The audience will love me. I can do or say things that young gamers do, unlike you, old man. Such as? I like Ninja and PewDiePie, being unsportsmanlike in games, and I Twitch stream myself screaming rudy words at kids who try and best me at Call of Duty. I am down with the kids, Dante. I'm the missing demographic. No, 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 no. This just doesn't work. It's clearly you, and you can't at all throw your voice and do ventriloquism. That's it, you libtard. I'm about two seconds away from doxing you. Ooh. 
Oh boy, Dante, I don't think that Gary the Gamer appreciates what you're saying. You better listen to him. Young gamers these days be crazy. You know the acronym, YGBC. This isn't even funny. It does not work on a podcast. Or is it really meta, Dante? Is it really meta? Is this whole thing not actually a sketch in itself? Are you not a part of it? Yeah, Dante, this shit is all meta and shizzle. Wait, no. No, this is a serious conversation. I'm trying to get this podcast back on track. We need to appeal to a broader fan base and stop doing ridiculous sketches. With our marketing guys, Dante, clawing Rudy in for a meeting? You real sure this isn't a sketch? No, no, we, I, I researched it. No, the whole thing is because of our demographics and, and stats. Do you even know what a demographic is, Dante? Are you even having a meeting right now? Is this all part of some sketch? I mean, yeah, Dante. How can you be sure you aren't the one doing a loosely based gaming comedy sketch? My, oh, my. God, you're right. The whole setup, the whole thing's just another sketch. There's no way out. That's right, Dante. Except the inevitable. We are all doomed to do barely listenable sketches for the rest of our lives. Embrace it. Join us. Yeah, Dante. Join us. <laughs> okay. I submit and accept. You win. And I agree, too. What? Who are you? I'm Social Justice Sally, and I'm here to say that Gary the Gamer offends me. Oh, God. And welcome back, Jambaggers, to another episode of the Jambags Gaming Podcast with myself, Rudy Manchego, and my wonderful co-host, Mr. Dante Rodriguez. And Thank it's been a February month where not a great deal has happened in gaming, if I recall. That is true. This is another episode where we are really twiddling our bits to try and think of things to talk about. But one thing I think it should be quite clear, Dante, that we shouldn't... Well, I want to just warn everyone that... The world is in the grip of the coronavirus at the moment. The COVID nineteen uh, yes. has been designated. Um, Again, has it, uh, by the time this podcast goes out, do we think it may be a pandemic by that point? It's teetering on the edge right now. As it is, it's, it's there's some several countries in Europe that are getting um, mass infections. It's getting worrying. It's probably going to be here. And you know, but what I wanted to do is just say that there is only one joke in this podcast about the coronavirus or COVID nineteen. Mm. We felt that it's hard to ignore that, and it is gaming related. But I wanted to say that if people are listening back and it has caused a pandemic and there have been people who are very poorly, uh, if you've been poorly or any family members have been poorly or anything bad has happened, that obviously we didn't know that was going to happen and the joke we made was gaming related. So cut us some slack if you're listening back in six months' time, catching up on our backlid and you don't like what we've written. I just wanted to, to make that clear, yeah? Yeah, no, we don't want people to think that we are insensitive about it when when things are really bad. I mean, it's just kind of on the fringes at the moment. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I think one or two jokes is probably uh, probably but, okay. But just, but just when one it gets joke, serious, then we'll just, stop. Definitely just one joke. Yeah, one joke. I think just the one. Okay, um, all right. But I mean, it, it's a scary. It's a scary thing, you know. Just imagining what the world will be like. Have you had any thoughts about you know um, about how it might affect you? Well, well, I mean, you, you can tell it's different because you know, you first you see that it's it's. You know, you see it in the news, but then it's on the streets around you, and then there's running and screaming and horribleness. Yeah, 
Um, and it's it's twenty eight days later quotes like that on say that I've that have made me go to my local zoo and bash the brains of three monkeys in just on the off chance that they're um, coronavirus carriers. Um, yeah, no, you do, really don't want to let them uh, let, let that slide. I mean, it, you don't, can't be too careful in these cases. Yeah, well, I won't even have a cup of PG tips in case there's been a monkey around it. Do you know what I mean? I don't, I'm, not, I'm not taking any risks. It's the monkeys start most of these things. I bet you someone was eating monkey in China and they got ill from its bars or something. I don't know. Yeah, no, that, that sounds like something that would happen. And then uh, they became infected with the coronavirus or the rage, as I'm now calling it. Yeah. And I think, okay, so to be quite clear, there are two jokes in this episode we mm. are just made one there we've made a bit of a joke about coronavirus there and there's one more further on but i swear two jokes is our limit no more yeah <coughs> whoa whoa was that a third that that, you... that no no that's just a cold come that no Mm-mm. right okay because <coughs> you know what happened to those monkeys anyway let's let's talk about something else i don't say let's, let's move away from um the rising pandemic and, and terror which is impending and just say that um, we've got ourselves an internet beef, jam bags. We we do. We are currently at internet war with uh, the staff at Any Button Gaming. Mm-hmm. So this is a, Any Button Gaming, a great gaming website, uh, news reviews, um, some really top people based in the UK. Um, really like the guys, but we decided yeah, that we needed we- beef with someone. This is how the internet works. We're not going to get anywhere without some kind of beef. I don't actually know what they yeah, mean some by kind of beef, conflict. We've got one. Yeah, we need some like some you know. Exactly. So we threw some shade at them by asking if they wanted a beef, and they said they'd be up for a beef. Uh, and then I think the customary at this point, we both said it's on via gift form mm-hmm. on Twitter and social media. It was media. on very much like uh, like Donkey Kong, I believe. Was yeah, the that was definitely it. Was a Billy Mitchell Donkey Kong on kind of thing. So we we're in, um, and we're not really sure how much more we've sent a few more sarcastic comments to each other. There've been a couple more gifts. Mm. One of them was quite rude. Someone may have made an accusation about someone's mama. Um, yes, there was quite a few back and forth with the, with the, with the mama, mm-hmm. your ma- mama, so yeah. <clears throat> so so um, try that on Twitter, but we, there's a potential that over Easter we may be having a face-to-face dismatch with anybody gaming if we can all, if we can all make um, uh, a gaming convention together. And probably what will happen is there'll be some serious, um, probably some more GIFs uh, and comments on social media. Yeah. And then we'll make friends and then collaborate with each other and cross-promote because that's really what internet beeps are about. Oh, yeah. No, I've been meaning to call those guys out for, like, ages, to be honest, anyway. I have no idea what actually calling out really means. I was going to say, what, what are you calling, calling them out, out for? Just, you know, just I, fatigue? Yeah, just uh, calling them out to play some games of Knockout Ginger in the rest of the uh, the rest of the, the street. Just, you know, randomly knock on some houses and run away. Yeah, I mean, and they and they and um, and those houses deserve it, you know. So, I mean... Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's definitely a it's definitely a beef. So, I just wanted to say that if anyone, if things do get a bit violent, if things on social media get a little bit there, there's any rude words flying around, any accusations, you know, we haven't lost our minds. We are embroiled in internet beef. So, guys, anybody gaming, if you're listening to this, and you know these guys have promoted us before, we thought they were our friends, but now um, it appears they've stabbed us in the back, or we've stabbed them. I don't know. Mm, yeah, um, no, they, they've talked crap about our mums, as as we may have talked crap about their mums first, but still, we can't let that slide. Mums mums were involved and so yeah we'll probably work it all out or probably someone's get shot dead i don't know that's how it seems to work in rap yeah it it kind of goes either way doesn't it It either resolved amicably where people reveal that it was just a a sham and they actually really like each other or someone gets shot yeah and right now i'm not sure the way it's going to go do you no i'm looking forward to finding out i've just updated (laughs) my will so uh (laughs) 
Well, you, know. you are well prepared. I you know what? I should do the same thing. I also probably should invest in a gun and some Kevlar. Um, whoa, whoa, well, let's, let's, you know, I mean, let's just catapult or, or, or lower, surely. That's it. This is a gentleman's conflict, right? Oh, do we, do we need rapiers and swords? I, I think so. We need, we need uh, you know, a, a dirk and possibly a, a, a dagger, which may be a certain type of dirk. A dirk? As in, like, dirk dirk or dirk, dirk. <laughs> dirk, dirk gently or dirk diggler? Um, well, uh, t- to be honest, the only thing resembling a weapon I have uh, in my room is uh, is a scare and do, which I had to wear for a, for a Scottish wedding one time, which is, that, again, it's a kind of dirky dagger thing. So. You've got a dirky um, dagger. Okay, well, you got a dirky dagger. Well, take your dirky dagger and I'll get... When I said gun, I'm pulling out one of those old flintlock pistols, you know, from the old dueling, you know, you have to take, oh, like, 14 yeah, minutes no. to reload. I'll go on the uh, the Pirates of the Caribbean ride at uh, Disney and get one of those fake flintlocks. Yeah, get one of those. That'd be good. Okay, so mm. I mean, just so everyone know, the beef is on. It can only it can only end in friendship or death. So bring that on. Yes. But uh, okay, Don. So shall we shall we move on into our news? We've got quite a busy show today. We do. We have plenty of things in the jam bags. And hello, Jam Baggers. Welcome to our regular news segment from the Jam Bags. We've got quite a few news stories to talk to you about today, so we're going to kick off with our first story, which is about a company you may have come across called EA. Uh, mm-hmm. We don't talk about Anthem much at all on this show. Uh, never, Not every other uh, podcast whatsoever. But, nope. uh, EA are talking about Anthem again, and they have promised a complete remaster, rebuilding it from the ground up completely. Basically, another game in its place wow. if millions of more people buy the game as it is. Wow, 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 wow. Wow, this is big. <laughs> uh, it's like, you know, they're, they're going to completely redirect any resources they had for building a sequel to actually making a game that people want to play. Well, that is, that is interesting. This is quite a massive gamble they're taking here. I mean, this is a big gamble, isn't it? Yeah, it is. I'm. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, do you, do you think it's going to work? Uh, no. 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 Me neither. No. It's, it, it, no. it sounds like a terrible idea. I this think, is ridiculous. Uh, this, you know, I, <clears throat> this is a, this is, you know, an old loved pet. Well, not even a loved pet. This is a stray dog that's that's probably got mange and um, rabies that just needs to be taken out of back and. And just shot. In yeah. fact, no, I can tell you what this is. It's got literary. Do you ever read the book To Kill a Mockingbird, Dante? Uh, I, I, I feel I should have, but I must say no. Or seen a very, very good film. Anyway, there's a scene in that where um, there's like the kid, these kids in the 1930s in the US find like a dog that's probably got um, rabies and it's like walking on the street mm. and their dad comes along and they always thought it was a bit sad, but it turns out it was a good shot with the rifle and, and they basically explain that that dog needs to be put down and they shoot it. Well, that little mm. dog. In Kill a Mockingbird is um, is Anthem, yes, and EA I, needs to be Atticus Finch and just you know. Mm. Do, 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 I mean, if we extend the metaphor, is the is the dog actually Anthem or is it Bioware completely? Because I'm oh. having been a big Bioware fanboy in the past, I'm I'm feeling a little bit like of a, a crisis of faith here. Well, maybe I'd put it a bit further. Maybe the dog is is Bioware and the mm. rabies is Anthem. It's driven it mad. 
So, so can that. we cut the rabies out? Or yeah, no, I'm, I'm through yeah, the looking. Can you, can you treat a dog? For, can you treat a dog for rabies? I don't know. I'm not a vet. I wouldn't try. That's my verdict. Mm. Yeah, no, that 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 sounds like a like a, a bad plan mm. all round. Um, yeah, no, I, I really hope Bioware as a studio can come back from Anthem. But I think uh, with a game that's been out this long and had this much bad press, it's probably better just to you know cut your losses and, and make something else yeah. that's new and better. Woo. Yep, that's it. That's oh, uh, it's it, it's like Old Yeller, isn't it? Old Yeller. That's a, that's a film uh, with with a dog that gets shot, right? They I talk think, about it on Friends. I think you watch right? too much on YouTube. Anyway, mm. um, let's go on to another piece of news now. I think apart from shooting dogs, so mm. we do that every podcast, don't we? We, we threaten violence towards dogs or kittens. That's a, that's a become, running thing with it's us. It's become a trend, actually. And the thing is, is that I don't really have anything against dogs or cats or pets. No, or I, I would I, never I, do such a thing, but. For some reason, we always we always go to that place. So yeah, if anyone does I, does listen, I, we, we really don't. We really don't. I just think it's um, funny, but you no, know, I don't don't actually want to hurt any any living creatures really, apart from absolutely. you know pandas, certain political figures. Oh yeah, pandas too. Pa- that's that's pandas. Their wankers. Pandas are just fucking assholes. Anyway, let's move on. Um, new piece of news: every yeah. single major game publisher is now pulling out of every single big game expo. We're talking Whoa. E3. We're talking PAX. We're talking Gamescom. We're talking JamCon, which is our own convention. Jam which, Con. admittedly, JamCon. No yeah, no one ever actually signed up for. To be honest. Oh, what really? I th- we, we had went. such a good idea for a con that that, that, that had had jam think, in it. I think con is the main word that a lot of places. We couldn't even get a venue secured. I managed to get the corner of a local Costa, um, mm. and that wasn't enough to secure any main chat. Anyway. But basically, you know, you've seen at first, it's been like a bit of an avalanche. Sony pulled out of E3, then, you know, uh, some mm. other publishers pulled out of E3 and, you know, talking. About, and everyone's realised that it doesn't make any sense for all the games industry to come together at several, point, several points in the year and promote their games and focus attention and mm. you know, collect it. What they really need is to put out a press release for every different publisher, every other, or, or video or something like that, every other day, so that we're constantly bombarded with new things from different companies and we don't know what to do or when it's going to happen. And that's really what's going to be a lot better for the mm. companies. So, you know, we can expect probably videos from all the major publishers and all the game releases announcements two months two three four times a week now and we just won't even know what to get yeah. excited about and that's better i, th- I think uh, they need to stop making big game announcements at these big uh, expos and literally just use these expos as uh, an opportunity to get up and stand in front of the gaming audience and apologize for all the shitty practices that they've been doing in in video gaming oh you went, very you went straight in the political side there didn't you well, the, the, the whole, what's his name? J. Allen Brack. We haven't come up with a character to parody him yet. Yeah, we do need to do that, actually. that's We probably should have put more thought in the script. Anyway, yeah, no, I agree. Mm. He um, it was a complete douche. So, yeah, admittedly. Yeah, no, that's, uh, again, I think that's the the future for, for gaming conventions is no more games, just, just fessing up and trying to have a sort of slight public relations win uh, when you've been caught doing something a bit shady. Yeah, I think I'll be. I think I'll be a video every single, every single other day, and then uh, probably quarterly apologies. Um, yes, in games yes, I think so. so. Just they'll probably be a queue of executives. Yeah, it's a one was... big combined show, a bit like the Game Awards. You know, when they had like, um, you know, with the guys from Nintendo and Sony and you know Phil Spencer's jacket and stuff on stage. 
<laughs> and they did like a little skit together. Instead, there'll just be a queue of execs going like, you know, and basically every sentence will start off with, we hold ourselves up to high standards and I'm afraid this time we didn't quite meet them. They won't actually apologize, apologize. No, like, no. You know, like, just... we're sorry. They'll just say, you know, we didn't, you know, we didn't hold ourselves to the high enough standards or we didn't you know, fulfill ourselves or I we think... had the opportunity to do something, we didn't quite do it. Um, I think the, so, the... cheers. The closest you'll get will be something along the lines of uh, "I take full responsibility," which isn't actually a you know a, a sorry. It's just you know, it's on me, which which clearly is. But but again, no apologies coming forth for from that one. Yeah, it, it's a bit like someone's you know put you know put sugar in your gas tank and is and is then going like I take full responsibility for emptying this entire bag of sugar in it. I'm like okay, well, that's great. I've still got a, 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 a car and um, no apology. But anyway, yeah. but that's that's probably the future of, of game conventions. Um, videos all the so. time, followed by quarterly apologies. Yep, that's uh, what to look out for. Okay, moving mm-hmm. on to our next story of the podcast, uh, and we've uh, it's quite a positive story. This one we have heard that uh, sales of the most recent Leisure Suit Larry game, uh, Wet Dreams Don't Dry, uh, uh, has been uh, sales of that game has skyrocketed in the wake of the Jambags produced Netflix series. Oh. Oh, uh, oh wow! Yeah, no, it's uh, something we've done that's had a positive impact on gaming. I mean, I've got, I've got to be honest. Since you talked around with it as director and producer a few episodes ago, I'll be honest and say that I haven't really checked it out on Netflix. So, I mean, uh, what, what? How did it uh, well, go with Netflix? Uh, well, technically, I mean, I called it a Netflix series, but it didn't actually make it onto Netflix. It's on a on a on a different service. Okay, well, I mean, so we're on we're on what Prime. Amazon Prime? Uh, well, no, not 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 Prime so much. No, um, um, one no, of the others. Have we gone back to our roots? We've gone to YouTube kind of thing. So you know, YouTube, YouTube, yeah, YouTube uh, video. Yeah, we we did try it on. It didn't quite pass the uh, the, the the quality test for for, for YouTube. No, um, okay, yeah, on one of the YouTube. other ones. Uh, Daily Motion. Yeah, that kind of like the the bargain basement YouTube. Yeah, still not quite highbrow enough for, for them. Sorry. Vimeo, Vimeo, mm, yeah, no, they they laughed at us, in, but not in the way that we wanted them to laugh with the series. They they just they oh, just did, laughed me out of the, the. Did we did we edit it down and put it on TikTok? I don't even know what TikTok is, but people keep telling me TikTok's a thing. Oh yeah, it's a it's a thing people younger than me are supposed to do. I, I'm, I'm yeah, that, yeah fair enough. Gary was... the gamer got could Gary the gamer weigh in on that at all? It's really cool. I I don't actually know what he's saying. Um, so four chan, oh, come on, scraping the bottom of the barrel here. Four chan. Well, yeah, I mean, they they kind of liked it, but they they didn't think we were alt right enough, and we didn't have enough uh, sort of pro nationalistic imagery in the uh, in, in the series, so they they they, they kicked it out. Oh, where I mean, where where then? It is currently hosted on Bebo. Bebo, does that still exist? I hope so, because that's where it's supposed to be. Uh, but yeah, no, completely had a massive effect on the sales of the game. So when you say the sales skyrocketed... Well, um, they, 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 they doubled. They absolutely doubled. To what? Well, two. Hang on a minute. So, did, so <clears throat> sales of this admittedly like year-old year game have now doubled to, to two. Were you yeah. one of them? Yeah, I was. Mm-hmm. And, and do you know who else bought it? Was it your mum? It was not my mum, or you know, I, I thought it might be your mum, but it was a guy called Cyril Moist. Oh, that oh, guy! The guy Shit. from Uppersnappers dot com. The the upskirting. Oh, the, um, the yeah, the the, 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 
that freaky photo. Uh, uh, okay, oh. no, I. Mm, okay, no. well, look, let's let's move off right. the story. This this that was a non-story. Sorry, everyone. We we'll move on. I've got one here, and this is. I'm going to just warn you. This is our scheduled coronavirus joke, as we said in the introduction. Does this make three? No, no, two, two. We're still on two. Oh, the other one, the snooze wasn't. We agreed the snooze wasn't a joke. No, 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 no. no. Okay, right, go, go but, for uh, it. And this one is actually gaming related as well. Is that because Nintendo fans are Ooh. outraged? Outraged that the coronavirus is risking production of the Animal Crossing Unique Switch Edition, which is due for release later in March. Um, the one that's got a nice pale look and see little characters on it, um, pale green. Mm. Um, the fans want to know why slave workers that have no rights aren't being forced to work through it all. Um, because, and I hear, I'm reading here a, a tweet that I've seen from Tracy from Barnstable because Tracy says, I had a bad cold the other day and still went into the office and I'd run out of limb sip. Why can't these Chinese workers just get over it? So there is a lot of hostility coming from Nintendo fanboys here. And girls. Yeah, there is not a lot of uh, of sympathy for the uh, for the people affected by the coronavirus at, the, at this point. That is that's not particularly sensitive in these in these troubled times. Absolutely, and um, and the thing is, is that you know, just from knowing the Nintendo fandom, this could actually be true. This is one of those stories that okay. you know you wouldn't. It, it could be on Kotaku, yeah. and you would believe it one hundred percent. Oh, oh, absolutely, and uh, you know, on such a, a a big and important title like uh, like I know Animal Crossing to be, this is uh, this is going to ruffle some feathers in very much the wrong way. Just as a side point, Rudy. Mm-hmm. Yes. What what is Animal Crossing? Uh, well. Obviously, you know, I'm a bit more of a Nintendo uh, Nintendo collector than you are. So Animal Crossing yeah. is a game series where there's a bunch of animals and you have to get them from one side of the road to the other. So you know the old joke, uh, why did mm. the chicken cross the road? Yeah, yeah well, I, Nintendo, I, 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 made, I, Nintendo I, made an entire game series out of it. Okay, and, and this game series has millions and millions of devoted following fans? As you can imagine, it's quite hard to get multiple animals across the road safely i'm just kidding i'm kidding it's something to do with like relaxing kind of i don't know looking after animals raising i don't know to be honest i don't actually know um it could be about crossing the road with animals i don't know um it's not my kind of game i'll be honest but hey millions of people love it yeah no no people seem to be fine that's fine it's it's, it's all over perhaps have a bit of sympathy you know yeah have a bit of sympathy for people Mm. catching the coronavirus okay we've got one last story from from yourselves Yes, a uh, story about uh, digital paintings in our news stories again. Oh, no, no, that was EA. They are totally different. Yeah, digital paintings people. aren't EA. We've, we've established that for legal reasons. Yes, yes, we absolutely have. So uh, digital paintings, uh, long-running holders of the Star Trek gaming IP, yes. are still refusing to release anything from that much-coveted IP. And other companies are kind of circling it, saying, no, give us a chance to make a game out of that. But essentially, they are following the standard digital paintings uh, mantra or procedures of uh, getting three quarters of the way through the game and then shutting the studio down through complete inept mismanagement. Yeah, I mean, we've we've covered this before. So essentially, months on, we've now had one Star Trek IP, which is is called um, Picard's Head. And that's the only game that's come out on the on the on the um, entire thing, and that went down pretty well. But they've already cancelled in that time in the last four to six months. They've already cancelled seventeen more games and closed nineteen more studios. So it's, yeah, I mean, it's, I was really looking forward to uh, to I was looking forward to Star Trek uh, Warf's Blade. I thought mm. that was going to be quite good. 
Yeah, but, and so, um, yeah. there was a flight sim taking um, Cats and Picard to warp speed. I wanted to play that one as well, but um, I can't play that now because that, that got that got binned. Um, no, that's that's dead with whatever studio that was that was uh, that was making that. It's been amalgamated into uh, digital paintings. Canada or whatever they're called now. Yeah, I think we need to probably do. I mean, a charity appeal on behalf of the franchise at this point, don't you? Um, I think so. I think uh, you know we should uh, get our best Star Trek uniforms on and, uh, and go and petition some people. Yeah, I think I last wore my Star Trek uniform when I was seventeen. This could be a tight. We'll, we'll see how it goes. We'll mm. see how it goes. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> okay, so that is the roundup of our gaming news. Thanks everyone for sticking through that. We have now gone through our coronavirus jokes, and we can carry on with yeah. more gaming stuff. State to the gaming nation. Hey Dante, so uh, bought any new good games recently? Anything of interest? Uh, well, you know, to be honest, I've been going through charity shops and finding old retro games. <laughs> I've got Driver Parallel Lines, Driver Three, and Max Payne Two that I'm uh, I'm really kind of getting stuck into again, going on a, a bit of a nostalgia trip. In terms of new games, uh, not really. I've been uh, I finally finished off Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and I'm kind of looking forward to what I might do next. I mean, how about you? What have you been buying? Well, you know, to be honest, I've had a bit of a buying spree. So, I mean. Ooh. I saw it. I've been wanting this game for a while. I know it was high on um, uh, uh, Jim Sterling's list. But I bought Plague Tale yes. Innocence on Xbox because I saw it cheap on sale. And I thought, you know what? I've not seen it this cheap before. Boom, I'm going to buy it. Bought it, downloaded oh. it, started that game. That's fun, And it's fantastic. It's a really, really... Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. Really hey, hey haven't, haven't you got Game Pass? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Of course I've got Game Pass, yeah. A Plague Tale's now on Game Pass. What? Hang on, I'll check the app. Yeah. Hang on. No, I've I've just looked at it earlier today. It's it's definitely on there. I mean, oh. I was nearly going to buy it for because it's on sale. To, so I got the same sale, but then I thought, oh, well, I'll just get the free Game Pass uh, trial and, and play it on there. Oh, are you fucking kidding me? Oh, for fuck's sake! No, you know what? No, no, same, you know what? This is just becoming a theme. If I'm interested in any game, I, you know, I thought I did a really good deal there, and it's on Game Pass. I could have played it. You're not for free, but I could have played it significantly less at the monthly. That's just. Bloody typical. Oh, you know. Anyway, so yeah, I've started. Yeah. I've got I bought that. That's that's lined up, ready to go. Downloaded. I could have got it, but you know, I'm not going to dwell on that. What else did you get that was on Game Pass? It was um, the Bloodstained or something, wasn't it? That was on Game Pass, and uh, oh, you bought it, and then it went straight on Game Pass. Yeah, I bought the uh, Switch version. It was <clears throat> woefully inferior, uh, and uh. then the better version on Xbox. But you know, again, it's fine. You know, these things happen. There's a lot of games out there, so I did pick up. On the Switch, um, physical copy of Children of Mortar. Uh, hang on, the, hang on. Give, let me get the app. Up. That's that's on Game Pass too. It's on the app. Oh, for f- no, it's not. It's, wait, I'm checking. I think you're talking. Wait a sec. No, no, nowhere to lie. Okay. I just bought that. I mean, I bought it. Oh, I'm just, no. All right. Well, I did get a little. I saw another bit of a bargain. Bought Death Squared for one pound twenty-four. A little indie game on, um, on Game Pass. Game Pass. On, 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 uh, game Pass. What? That's the yeah, Game Pass. I, I, it was a one pound. <sighs> yeah, yeah. So let, let's start kept doing a total of how much money you, you've you've wasted here. Okay, uh, but I'm sure you know. Well, okay, I mean it's fairly new, so it's not really on there. Uh, I don't want to say anything. Just, okay, Wolfenstein Youngblood. I bought that uh, in a sale. It was only like twenty quid. Yep. So Game Pass. Oh, for fuck's sake! Seriously? Yeah. It's it's right there on Game Pass. I can see it right on the app right now. All right. Well, I'm gonna. 
Okay, some other games I picked up recently definitely are going to be on there. Um, well, I got old school. I got Frogger. Yep, Game Pass. Mm-hmm. Oh no, Fallout Three. No, Fallout Three. Yeah, no, totally on Game Pass. How oh. oh, right? I pre-ordered Last of Us Part Two for the uh, Sony PlayStation Four. So hmm. yeah, that that's on Game Pass. What? Too. Of course not. Yep. How could that be on Game Pass? That's not it's even totally a, on Game my, Pass. What? Let's have a quick look. Coming soon. Last of Us Part Two. Is that what? I've just, I just paid money for that to get it pre-ordered because I wanted to get. And if if you look on the app, there's actually Last of Us Part Three on there too. They so have The Last of Us Part. They've even announced that. This is what. I mean, what else is coming soon? What, what else is coming on there in the next? Cyberpunk. Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cyberpunk. That's that's on Game Pass. Bayonetta Three. That's a that's a Nintendo exclusive. It is, but somehow it's on Game Pass. Metroid Prime Four. Yeah, no, no, that's that's totally on Game Pass. I think that might now be an Xbox exclusive, whereas it should have been for Nintendo. Oh my God, what, what? Yeah, every- basically every single game that you can think of is is now on Game Pass. So it's no point buying anything. So even by some look, my entire gaming catalog is now on Game Pass. I've just wasted most of my life. And, and money yeah and money and your life yeah basically all, all those things have been wasted so i am so not falling into that trap though so you know just because i don't get involved with well maybe a couple of subscription services um so yeah one of the ones i've picked up to follow on from assassin's creed odyssey horizon zero dawn uh, uh, that's on playstation now what oh, i just signed up for that to oh, for f- mm. yeah it's annoying this this all digital future i'm not keen on it no no it's, it's no i i like owning my games i, I you know and and Signing mm. up for, you know, just sign up for one of these packages and... Okay, so how much money? Oh, yeah, I've wasted at least 20 quid on that. Yeah, okay, let's just, let's just, let's just move on, shall we? We've got a, I think we've got an interview coming up now. Yes, we do. We have, have quite, a, quite a big one, so let's move on to that segment. Hey there, Jam Baggers. This is a return of a segment that we called The Jammers, which hasn't been on the podcast for a while, but it's really where we get a chance to interview someone from the gaming world and the gaming scene um, and get a little bit in there. And so this week's quite a, or this month's quite an important one because we've chosen something that's quite topical. So for those of you who aren't in the know, uh, famed Fortnite player and hair dyeing enthusiast Ninja, note, not actually a real ninja, came out with some internet outrage fodder this week when he quoted, and I, and I have here a live recording, the phrase it's just a game it's such a weak mindset you don't care what happens losing imperfection of a craft when you stop getting angry after losing you've lost twice there's always something to learn and always room for improvement never settle so obviously some fighting talk there from ninja which is suggesting really that uh, if you're not getting angry at games if you're not getting involved with them then then you're not playing them right you know particularly um there so to that end we at jambags we have reached out to ninja for an interview but we've got no response we also didn't know how to contact him to get a response. But anyway, so we did the next best thing and found our own Twitch streamer, uh, influencer and hair dye colour aficionado, uh, Lionel Salty Tears Inflictor, for comment. Now, to be clear, Lionel is a competitive streamer who started on Twitch before a permaban for language and bad behaviour, who then moved to YouTube before also getting banned, and has now got one strike left on Mixer, who is on the verge of banning him. Lionel puts this down to the fact that his gaming technique is based on winning and that others can't handle that, while Twitch, YouTube and Mixer have stated that the bans and warnings to do with toxic behaviour, lewd exposure of body parts in a threatening manner and unconfirmed reports of doxing and sending faecal matter through the post to other competitive gamers. So we thought we'd have a chat with Lionel and just see how things are going. So um, so I've got Lionel here with me. Lionel, thanks so much for coming on the uh, on the podcast. 
Uh, actually, before we start, I, I don't want to be referred to as Lionel. That is my loser name. My name is Salty Tears Inflictor, and that is how I compete. Uh, you can shorten it to STI if you wish. Uh, okay, so maybe we'll stick with Salty Tears Inflictor rather than STI, um, if that's okay. <laughs> Learn whatever. So, uh, Salty Tears Inflictor, I mean, tell us a bit about the games you compete and stream with. Um, you know, what kind of stuff uh, are you famous for? Well, I play most of the frontline competitive games, uh, Simpsons Smash and Grab, uh, Call of Duty Ghosts and Occasionally Advanced Warfare, uh, Silent Shooter, Bang Bang Wifflefire, and Battle Royale with Cheese. You know, the, the big ones, uh, the big Battle Royale games. I've come nearly twice in the last 47, which is pretty feckin' impressive, you see. Uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, going on to, you've, you've read Ninja's quote, why do you think that players should get angry when they lose at games? Well, Rudy Manchego, I am a purist. My feelings about games go back to the very core and root of history of gaming. The way I see it, video games, in their purest absence, are about dominating other players and gaining total brilliant, amazing game skills at the expense of others. I mean, that's that's an interesting concept there. Let's dig into that. So <clears throat> you think that video games, you know, the very first video games, we're going back to the days of, you know, Pong and, um, Pong, you know, Pong, and then also, um, well, you know, moving on to the more competitive games and stuff that came out in the 90s and stuff like that. You think they were created for the purpose of making others feel stupid and giving yourself, what, what did you call it again? Ugh. Totally brilliant, amazing game skills or tea bags for sure. So, I mean, uh, so it's about giving yourself a tea bag. I mean, that sounds. I mean, admittedly, actually, I'll probably say you're right there. It does does sound like a lot of skill. So, I mean, when it comes to tea bag, you know, tea bagging, which of the earliest games do you think really exemplify this? Oh, you know, the real pioneering classics from the early days of computing, like uh, Counter Strike Source and Quake Three Arena. You know, proper retro classics from the dawn of gaming history. I mean, well, you say that, you know, the first games ever created at dawn of, I mean... Well, well, well I mean, yeah, it's close. I mean, it's not quite as old as, as Doom 2. But, I mean, they're all sequels. How can they be going back to the original games if um, okay. if, they're, if they're sequels? That doesn't make any sense to me. So, I mean, no, they, they, no, they, these were, are, these are, there were no games before those. What are you talking about? I'm, I'm fairly certain there were. I've been to a museum and had a lot of old games in it. How old are you? You're um, irrelevant. Okay. Um, all right. So, I mean, anyway, let's get back to the topic at hand, to your expressing anger when losing. I mean, what's that about? Uh, well, when someone else achieves a, a teabag over me, well, you see, the very nature of competition in gaming, and, and any sport, really, is to strive for excellence. And if I, as a professional of the sport, don't achieve that, I get frustrated. And what form does that frustration take? What does getting frustrated mean to you? I get angry. I throw a controller at one of my mother's priceless vases. Hopefully only the controller breaks. They're much easier to replace than priceless vases. Then I'll cry. A lot. Solidly crying for an hour. Then then I'll realise it's the other person's fault. I pay my good friend at the council to find out their address. And I go take it on their lawn. Then I'll go and buy some Marmite rolls and some Dairy Lee and do it all again. Wow. Wow. That's that's what 
So that's you're saying that that is you know that's what gaming is all about for you and the you know mm-hmm. so to be for everyone that uses a controller regardless of platform and game they're playing you know just just any gamer should be doing that. Yes, 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 yes. If if you stop defecating the lawns of people that beat you in an entirely inconsequential online game, frankly, you have lost twice. I mean, I suppose that is a lot. I mean, I guess looking back at Ninja's statement, would you say that that is actually what you know Ninja, such a successful streamer, is telling people to go out there and? Sh- oh, oh, oh! N- Ninja is absolutely a lawn sh- I've seen him do it. Wow. I mean, <clears throat> uh, what is what is tech technique in terms of you know you mentioned Marmite and and Dare Relief, but uh, you know what what does he? Use oh, oh, he's a he's a tournament. Oh, he, he he's a a Weetabix man. You know, he he's he's very much about uh, Weetabix and Frosted Flakes. All the the heavy cereals. He he likes to leave his mark. It's 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 Gosh. much much thicker and less runny for, from from a ninja ninja. Sh- oh wow, okay, that's um. Well, you heard it here first, folks, I suppose. But I mean, what's what is? I suppose you know, what's your advice for those that state that playing games can just be for fun for example um you know playing a calming single player campaign with with no other players why do you need to get angry for that i'm 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 sorry what 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 type of game are you talking about you know like a a narrative game or a single player open world type game where you're just on your own as a player you know exploring and and, and telling a story no sorry you've completely lost me well i mean you know you like I don't know, you know, Assassin's Creed games or, you know, The Last of Us or... The um, Last of Us? These are games? You know, Spider-Man. These are, these are or, real games? Yeah, these are all games, yeah. These are all very famous, very successful games. Um, Spider-Man? Yeah. Spider-Man? No. Okay, well, okay. What about the... I mean, you play the Call of Duty games, you said. Um, you know, you highlighted Ghosts and Advanced Warfare for some knows reason. But what about the campaigns for those games? They've all got, you know, star-studded campaigns. Oh, oh, oh no, 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 no. I never select those. Those are just messages from politicians wanting to ban video games and get elected, aren't they? I mean, my father's always talking about campaigns on the news. He's a campaign manager, you know. Well, I mean, he was until I divorced him out of my life and sued him for everything he owned. Right, okay. Um, Sounds like he probably got a better deal. Uh, Salty Tears Inflictor. How do you think, the you know, going back to your anger issues here, how do you think that getting this angry with games increases your enjoyment, makes you a better person, which we all presumably strive to be? Let me put it as reasonably and rationally as I can, Rudy Manchego. Getting angry in the loudest and most scatologically demeaning way towards others is a way of express- expressing what all gamers and people that I encounter in real life should already know. That I am an alpha gamer, a golden joystick god, someone who ruddy well should have won that last game and only didn't because you're a camping noob with no teabagging skills. And they know that I will beat them next time and that you and all you savages, soy boy beta cucks, had better watch your fucking backs and your front lawns. I mean, that doesn't actually answer my question. Silence! Ow. Mediocre, non-competitive and soy-loving tosser. Now, can I have a lift home? My mother says it's past my bedtime and I have three lawns to take a shit on on my way home. Um, no, could you please leave? You just slap me. Okay, am I still getting the ten quid? Uh, is a five enough? Fuck off. <sighs> Where do we get these fucking bricks? Thank you.
Okay, that brings us to the end of another Jam Bags Gaming podcast, and we end the show like we always do with some of our listener questions. We've got a couple this month, haven't we, Rudy? Mm-hmm, we do. We have we have two from um, regular contributor and, a, and another one that came in randomly, anonymously. So, do you want to pick the ones from our, our regular contributor first? Contributor. Yeah, let's uh, let's take the ones from. Is it Dazzleator? It is a Dazzleator. Go and contact hey, again. Um, big shout out to the guy that we are having the beef with. So we should. W- treat these questions carefully <clears throat> yeah so the first question and these these actually been these ones were to rack our brains on probably one of the most uh what critically acclaimed game did you actually hate dante oh oh wow well, yeah this is a tricky a critically acclaimed game so i mean is it critically acclaimed or is it just one that sort of everybody loves or does it have is does it have to be about by critics? i think i think i think it's gonna be something that's recognized as being a good game so gamers like it no no it's like a really artsy farty game but gamers like it and it's generally credited to being you know, a good game critically, you know, I'm sure you'll find, you'll okay. always on the internet find, All right. you know, unless it's I am, you know, Zelda. Yeah, you know. I got it, and I've, I've got a good one. I am going to slam not just one game, but an entire series of games, although you know, I haven't even seen the, the, the third one, but uh, the Borderlands series, because mm. they're all the f***ing same. Wow. Um, the bo- Controversial there, a lot of people like <laughs> well, those games. Yeah. A lot of people do like those games, and again, I just never really got into them. Now, there were two ways of playing Borderlands. My, my, my friends would say to me that you know, it's quite possible to play a Borderlands game uh, on your own, you know, completely solo, uh, to which I say, bucks. Uh, if you try and play it by by yourself, you know the bosses are way too hard and they take forever to get through, and it's an absolute complete chore. The other way is to team up with said friends who have already played the game like numerous times, uh, rush ahead and complete all the objectives, and I'm left kind of trying to pick out what I think the best gun is out of all the guns that got dropped on the floor by everybody else a few minutes ago. Uh, and yeah, just playing catch up the whole time. Uh, so basically, you seem really. <laughs> yeah, your, your problem is that you essentially just left on on co-op going through the bins looking for what people have thrown out is that is that that's basically it yeah okay. um so and yeah I, I found uh the humor in the game to be sort of juvenile and rubbish a bit like a transformers movie uh yeah no just just didn't get into it like a lot of my friends uh did so some, you know, sorry friends if you're listening um borderland sucks wow Okay, wow, you've possibly annoyed quite a lot of people there with that one. That's a, that's a very popular series. So, oh, good. Yeah, okay. so maybe we could get some more beef with people that like it. Yeah, Borderlands fans, contact not me. I, I, I don't know what kind of fan base you have. But contact Dante and, you know, show him your beef or something. I don't know, whatever that is. Show him it's on. You're on. I don't know who's on. <laughs> anyway. Where's the beef? Where is the beef? Anyway, what, what's your answer to this one? Um, probably not as controversial. I think... Um, the game that I can remember that everyone said recommended and I bought at the time was Grand Theft Auto 4, and Ooh. I did not like that game. So I, you think mine's controversial and you're going to well, slam I, a I GTA think, game? I think, I think, well, I think GTA 4 is one of those ones that people don't remember it as fondly. I think at the time when I, when I got it, I got it when it was relatively new. So, I mean, <clears throat> I'd loved um, Vice City San Andreas, played those an awful lot on the PS2. Um, when I went 360 yeah. and it came out that was one of the first games I got for it because I got it quite late it just came out I was like yep going to get this going to have you know all the time in the world and explore it and I just was bored I I know that necessarily these people's stories aren't always great in GTA games but I didn't like the protagonist I didn't like the, the micromanagement of things like 
I was mm. having to date people and then, you know, like <laughs> worry about whether they're going to have sex with me and stuff like that. I was like, that's too much my, my real life. And again, yeah. no, I got kicked out. And yeah. if you turn them down, if you like put, put hang up on the telephone, the, the, that in game telephone you've got, they get really snarky yeah, with you. I was like, they? this isn't fun. And then I got, yeah, I got stuck in traffic jams. I was like, this is my life. This is my real life, not having sex and getting yeah. stuck in traffic jams. But now coming home, and not having sex and playing traffic games and and, and, get, and getting traffic in the game, so I just I just yeah. did not enjoy it. And I just thought this is just really boring. And mm. I think I, th- I think I, I just even sold it. Uh, but uh, I, yeah, some some of the older um, the the Vice City games and that sort of thing. You know, you meet a, a lady of the night and go somewhere and, and have a fun time. Even that in Grand Theft Auto Four. Uh, caused the main character to go, oh my god, I've really hit bottom now by 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 having sex with a prostitute or something like that. It's like, eh, you know, that 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 just completely uh, kills it. What I will say is, and you may not have gotten this far with it, is that the the Ballad of Gay Tony expansion is worth playing. Adds a lot of the fun back into it, and and was probably the best expansion. You know, the best experience I had playing Grand Theft Auto Four was with the Ballad of Gay Tony expansion. Now, everything else was a bit on the grim dark side. I will concede yeah okay fair enough but i know it's never going to get around to playing dlc for a game i'd enjoy so <clears throat> that's part one of um of the Dazz latest questions the second one is a follow-up what's the absolute worst game you've ever played oh so wow you know we we read reviews of games so we can avoid playing terrible games right true I mean, true what, i mean what, it's what? it's more likely that people will like a game that you don't uh, than it will be that we play a terrible game itself but um, I've got one for you, and this has got comes with a, comes with a sad story. So, this is a game that I will be highly surprised that most people have played. But it's a game called Time Lord that I played on the uh, NES, the NES, hmm. um, back in the early nineties. Now, <clears throat> to give you some context, I'd got a NES um, secondhand, uh, came down from yeah. a friend when um, when my uh, when they they got a Super Nintendo because they were rich and I wasn't, and. <laughs> uh, I got this, and, and games were really expensive in those days. And there was a sale in, I think, Woolworths going back in time for those oldies. Uh, and they had a NES game for like twelve or thirteen pounds, which yeah. was expensive still then, but still cheaper, like than the thirty, forty, fifty pounds. And bear in mind, you're going back, you know, thirty odd years. You know, it's, all, it's quite a long time. So I managed to emotionally blackmail my grandparents into buying me this game. <laughs> Um, and I was like, fuck, I've got another game. So I didn't get many games. You know, I was like, I've got another game, I got it. And I never got past the second level. And probably because <laughs> I was a kid and I was a crap player, but I felt my deaths were unfair. I couldn't avoid damage. It, I couldn't work out where to go. And it, it was just a really crap game. But recently I got um, I got for Christmas, like one of those sort of emulators got loads of NES games. You know, the one the cheap ones from China. So I yeah. it was a present. I didn't buy it or or emulate anything so I'm not being legal but and it had Time Lord on it I was like you know what I bet that I was just you know just a bit of a, an arrogant kid and I played it and I still think it's one of the worst games I've ever played I just hate it I hate the music I hate everything about it it's just it's, you know, oh. and I, I googled it before this, this 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 recording podcast and there's a few people that gave it like you know four or five star reviews and say oh you know it's underappreciated it's like no it's, it's rubbish it's a rubbish game it's not fun in any way. It's, um, it's, oh. it's not affiliated with Doctor Who in any no, way. No, it's also, it's you know, that's also being the nice to do with flipping Time Lords. You know, it's just someone called Time Lord and it's got a really cheesy front cover. And oh, Anyway, <laughs> I hate that game. What about yours, Dante? Okay, the worst game I can remember playing, and I'm sure there's probably some other ones out there that I've uh, I've probably forgotten about, but the most memorable, awful game I've played, I think, was Postal 2 on the PC. Wow. 
Uh, wow. Yeah, no, the, the the graphics were just terrible. The controls didn't feel responsive. Uh, the most novel thing about it, which is what all the fanboys of that game seem to like, is the fact that you can take your wang out and take a piss on things and people. And yeah, that just didn't really um, inspire me. Uh, it wasn't what I would call cutting-edge humour. It was, it was just puerile crap, which is normally stuff I would be okay with, but there is a limit. So yeah, uh, Postal 2... Uh, terrible combat, terrible story, and just stupid gimmicks that did not make a good game. Wow. Okay. It does sound pretty poor, actually. I mean, I like the, the Wang bit. You had me at Wang bit, but um, if, you're, if you're telling me the Wang bit didn't make up <laughs> for it, then oh, I'll believe you because, you know. Yeah. Okay. No, it, so I, th- I think it's one of those things like that That movie Pixels. It's aimed at people like us, but it's still terrible. Uh, it, you know, it's, it's worse than you can, can possibly imagine. So, uh, yeah. Uh, should we move on to our, our final question? Absolutely. Thanks, Dazzleator, for those two questions. Although we do have a beef and probably we're going to have to shoot you dead. But anyway, um, our final question, anonymous yeah. question pitched in. But um, I'll let you ask this one, uh, Dante. Okay. So uh, the question we got uh, sort of dropped in our inbox anonymously. Uh, Hollywood has got so desperate for ideas, they started asking uh, not overly popular podcasters for movie pitches uh, for movies that are based on video games. So you yeah, want to kind of break out that... Uh, that horse and start flogging it as well because it doesn't seem to have worked out that well um so the question is uh which game gets the movie treatment uh what director director and who stars in it so uh oh, that's a, rudy what have you got i've for got us? some yeah i've got some ideas but i want you to lead on this one because um okay you know, you're a movie well, aficionado I, I've, as, I've as got well. a couple yeah Go no I, I i have a, a sort of two that I, I came up with here and i can't really decide between them the first one is uh a bioshock movie mm-hmm. uh yeah directed by Denis Villeneuve of uh, Blade Runner 2049 and uh, Arrival fame, uh, starring Jake Gyllenhaal in the, uh, in the Jack role of, uh, of the, the first Bioshock. I think that would make a fantastic movie with some great, uh, great imagery. And you know, in the hands of a skilled director, it, uh, it could be good. The other one I had uh, was a Mass Effect adaptation, uh, which would star no, okay. uh, Chris Evans, because he's... Yeah, he's uh, he's not that busy now because he's not doing uh, doing Marvel things anymore, at least that we know of, and he may have some cameos and all that sort of thing. And uh, directed by Ryan Johnson because he did such a bang up job with the Star Wars movie. Wow. Um, okay, we different opinion there on on I'm, as a fan of <laughs> Ryan Johnson's other films, other than Last Jedi. I'm not gonna, I'm not going to fall for this bait. You clearly try to get a bit more. You're trying to start beef with me now. Let's not um, let's not talk about that. Okay, so you've gone very much for. Oh, would, to... would, would you like a scone? Would you like a scone, Rudy? I have a scone here with jam and cream on it. In whatever order you don't like. Anyway, you've gone for the blockbuster angle here. You've taken yes. to. Yes, I, I mean you don't get you don't get much more epic uh, narrative games than, than Mass Effect, do you? You know, in terms of scope and scale, no. you, know, you know, universe and peril, that kind of stuff, an entire galaxy. Yeah, no, but uh, in danger. Bioshock is um, a little bit more, uh, a little bit more uh, personal as well, but it also has quite a large amount of scope about the human condition as well. So yeah, I think I've picked uh, some fairly broad, sweeping narrative games. What have you gone for? I have gone for something that um, I think needs to happen in, in video games. So in 1993, the best um, video game adaptation was ever released in super mario brothers okay with bob hoskins um what sorry i i threw up a little in my mouth then but keep going i i want to hear this to the end i'm gonna yeah i'm gonna just you know hear me throw out this the best video game adaptation in super mario brothers which just was just uh, <laughs> sorry sorry that 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 
got stuck in my throat again. I will let you finish. Come on, go. Perfection in movies. And what I want to do now is I want to Super Mario Brothers 2. Okay. Now, here's where, I, here's where it's going to really get wacky, right? Which is like, <clears throat> in the I, West, I, uh, Super Mario Brothers 2 on the NES, yeah, was actually yeah, like Doki right. Doki Panic. Yeah. It was a Japanese game and they made it really weird and quirky and they just, just basically dropped in Mario, uh-huh. you know, characters. I want a really far out trippy one, but I want, so I mean, in terms of, that's the film I want. The director <laughs> couldn't give a f- to be honest. Don't get who directs it. As long as they've got, I don't know, they're high on Sonic. Uh, the guy, the guy that did uh, the, the the guy that did Doctor Strange might be good. Uh, Scott Derrickson. Yeah, this is he can go absolutely. You know, if you you know he got sacked because he wanted to make a horror film, he can go ass wild with this one. All I care about is it's Super Mario Brothers, the sequel Super Mario Brothers Two. It's far out and it's got the original cast. <laughs> the orig- original cast. Yeah. Um, right. Just remind me who's in that. Bob Hoskins. Dennis Hopper. Isn't he? And isn't he? Aren't they? Aren't they no longer with? How are you going to get them back from beyond the grave? Um, well, it's a little thing called CGI. They made Robert Downey Jr. look really, really young in like in like Captain America: Civil War. Uh, uh, they do it all the time now in films. So we just bring him back from the dead. Right. I mean, there's probably. I mean, I'm yeah. going to guess that. I'm going to guess that on the cutting room floor of Super Mario Brothers, there was so much unused footage because they all the actors were given such a range in that film that I reckon if they got uh-huh. the dailies from that, pick them up you could convert that with some CGI wizardry and just pretty much probably get any acting scenario you need. I mean, <clears throat> it's a, you know, an Englishman playing a New Yorker who's based on an Italian plumber. I mean, it it doesn't really matter what the acting's are like. It was just perfect. He just got it right. It was, Rudy, it was Rudy. so right. So that's what I want to see from a new film. I, stick your Tomb Raiders, stick your Mass Effects, stick it, you know, everything you want. Super Mario Brothers is what I want to see. I want to see it, that film, but Super Mario Brothers, Doki Doki Panic style. That's going to be amazing. I, I think you have been trusting the fungus a little bit too heavily there. Because that sounds terrible. It, no, well, I mean, it, it sounds terrible, but it will sound better um, if Bob Hoskins said it. Well, anything sounds good when Bob Hoskins says it, but he's dead. CGI. C- CGI is voice back to life now. I, yeah, okay, right. CGI. Well, sure, yeah. Okay, I think that's... Is that all our questions? Cause the, that is all our yeah. questions. So I think we've pretty much come to the end of our podcast. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Um, thank you for all our new listeners. We've got a bit of an influx again over the last month. So thank you so much. If you like us, there are lots of ways to find us. Dante, would you like to kick off some of the ways people can find us on the Interma leg? Okay. On the Interma webs, you can find us on jambags.co.uk, the website. That has got links to all of our major areas. You've got uh, the Jambags Facebook page. If you search Jambags on Facebook, you will find uh, our page with our logo. Uh, you've got the two Twitter accounts ran by Jambags personnel. You've got at Jambags underscore UK, which is run by Rudy Manchego, and That's at right. DanSolo96, which is run by uh, by myself, Dante Rodriguez. Uh, we have the Instagram account, which is uh, also at Jambags underscore UK that's run by me and mostly features uh, video game crushes of mine over the years so expect there's going to be a fair amount of Mona Sacks on there over the next uh, next few months while I'm playing Max Payne uh, Max Payne 2 uh, you can actually listen to the podcast on our YouTube channel as well as some other uh, YouTube information that we've got some other YouTube videos that we produce uh, but we are re- releasing the podcast onto YouTube you can find it on Spotify uh, Simplecast and Apple Podcasts is also where you can get the uh, the podcast from 
Mm-hmm. Rudy, what have I forgotten? Nothing. You've covered it all well. We'd like to say to anyone that if you are listening to us on Spotify or on um, podcasts or any podcast app that allows you to leave a review, please do leave a review and, and, and you know what you think of it. Nice reviews will be better than nasty ones. But anything will be good. It all drives the algorithms up. Same if you want to like, uh, subscribe to us on YouTube, all that kind of stuff really does help. And as Dante said, our website also has regular um regular blog posts and so on as well to check those out so that's pretty much everywhere you can find us please do engage with us we like it and we're hoping to probably put out on social media a few events we're wanting to attend to in the next few months so you might be wandering around with our uh, ridiculous jam bags t-shirts if you see us so. oh yeah no and if you like what you see here and you want to see him more click right here to see no that's jeremy johns i am not jeremy johns and nor is henry cooper no no that doesn't work we need to get our own e- uh, exit to we speech. do um so um Byesy buys, buysy buys, and click here to see these moors um, stuff. Click my bits, and and we'll get on your tits. Shuffle. No, the that earth. doesn't sound very. Yeah. Good. No, it doesn't. It sounds like it sounds a bit rapey. Click the bell, and go to hell. No, that's also not really gonna. Uh, click click the bell and hope we don't smell. Oh, that's. Well, no, I had a curry earlier. Um, we'll need to think of this one. Mm, if anyone's no, got any ideas yeah. for a slogan to send us, um, you know, or. Um, click the link play with my dink no that doesn't work either Um, right guys we'll see you later Right, so Dante, as we, as we said earlier, and I've, I've rehearsed, I really want to get the emotions of this scene over across there. If we're ever mm. going to get this remake or this sequel off the ground, okay? It's going to be wacky. I want yeah. to get some major investment. Disney are throwing money all over the place. So Netflix. Okay, so you're in, you in character? You're in character? I am in character. Okay, <clears throat> here we go. Right there. Oh, Mario from, um, from Brooklyn and also Italy. And uh, Oh, what's that, Luigi? How are you? Hey, I am Luigi, yeah? And I am in this movie too. Yeah, so basically what we want to do is we're going to go over to the Mushroom Kingdom, check out on Princess Daisy pants, and then we're going to jump on some stuff, lift it over here to throw it at someone else. You up with that? Yeah, Mario. How about I take some of these mushrooms that I got over here and I'd eat them? Do you think that can go wrong? No, I think you should eat all of those. Yeah, eat all those slags, and then we'll go bounce in the Mushroom <laughs> Kingdoms and kick, kick off some more slags. Mario, it's it's like this entire house is haunted for my spin-off sequel. Yeah, don't worry about that. I'll I'll jump on the mice's heads. Okay, and scene, scene. Okay, Dante, uh, did you capture mm. all that? Yeah, that that really did not sound particularly that. That sounded fantastic. There is absolutely no way that this film can fail. Uh, hey, did you CGI me? Did you CGI me to say that? Hey, look, no. you know, it's easier than you thought. If I can bring Bob Hoskins to life, I can definitely get you to do whatever I want on screen. Rudy Manchego is the best podcaster on the Jambags podcast. Hey, I did not say that! Yeah. Yeah, this is really good, this software. I tell you what, I'm really glad I downloaded it. Anyway, Dante, catch you later. I'm off to Netflix. Bye.